Last time we checked in with Brandon Bean, he was running Gold's Gym, but that was before COVID. COVID changed a lot of things, especially something like the gym business. Nobody seemed to want to go into gyms anymore, and so Gold's Gym uh, kind of disappeared for a while, but Brandon Bean didn't. He's been busy behind the scenes and has a brand new concept he's come up with. It's also related to fitness, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Good to be back here, David. Thank you very much. So they did. They went off and reorganized under bankruptcy and everything else. But I just I can't think of anything worse than than being running a gym during COVID when people were afraid to be around each other and especially work closely like that and breathing on each other and everything else. So tell me about Lumen Fitness, the new concept that you've come up with. Yeah, sure. Great. Well, uh, we, we've kind of been in stealth mode, I'd say, for the last few years. Lumen, we founded in 2019, shortly after I uh, left Gold's Gym. Uh, the fitness industry as a whole is maturing. And as you know, as industry grows, niches develop and various revenue models serving various customers uh, develop. Uh, but the fitness industry is also uh, growing faster than it ever has. Really? Uh, Post-COVID, we're back to kind of the pre-COVID levels, which is great to see the industry really rebounded well and, and people are spending more money uh, uh, on fitness than ever before. And much of that growth is in boutique fitness or the small format, single modality studios. And that growth is powered by Gen Y and Gen Z. And these consumers also happen to be digital natives. Uh, and that segment of the market is who we really set out to serve uh, at Lumen Fitness. You know, it seemed to me like there was an evolution in this business. And and part of it was years ago, they advertised like crazy and everybody signed up in January and said, I'm going to lose weight, get fit and paid two years in advance. And then by March, they stopped showing up. Then there was sort of the next iteration, which seemed to be and goals, I think, was part of this, too. And some of the other ones, it's a like a social thing. I mean, you go and you, you work out, but it's also a great place to meet other people and, and congregate. 100%. Yeah. The, uh, I think what we saw during COVID is really good uh, evolution of the industry from a technology perspective. So great concepts like Tempo and Tonal and Peloton, these connected fitness devices that really allowed people to continue uh, on their workout regimen while at home. But what they missed was community. And like you said, the big box space does a really good job of uh, allowing people to work out together. Uh, there's accountability there. There's energy there. And that's what we're trying to do at Lumen Fitness is combine the power of technology um, with uh, that in-person brick and mortar community that's so powerful. So the technology was and you, you brought up Peloton. That's a great example. Holy moly, those things were expensive. But then it was sort of this continuing revenue stream because it was these programs and you had a virtual instructor and most of that model seemed to fall apart. So did you sort of take the best of that and, and marry it with the old, you know, goals gym type approach? Exactly. Yeah. So what we've created is a smart fitness studio. So we've taken the elements of the connected fitness uh, craze at home, the gamification that's so powerful. It's not only in fitness, it's everywhere in our life. Uh, the hyper-personalization, right? So creating an experience in the brick and mortar space that gives folks that community aspect, that accountability, uh, working out with like-minded individuals that are focused on, you know, a lot of the same things and getting healthy and moving, uh, but coupling that with technology and the power of technology. We want to get people addicted 
to, to moving using the addictive natures of technology, uh, the addictive properties of technology that that uh, have really uh, kind of been all consuming other aspects of our lives. We thought, hey, let's use that for good. And let's get people addicted to moving. Well, and addicted, maybe that's the term because, again, part of my concept of some of the old gyms was it was a place you could go in and if you really work, you could drop the extra 20 pounds you'd put on from going on a couple of too many cruises and then go back to eating cheeseburgers for a while and not have to go to the gym anymore. But you want them to keep coming in and staying fit, I guess. Yes. No, absolutely. And we do that in a number of different ways. I mentioned gamification, but, you know, from a gamification perspective, our, our studio is LED walls. So it's not only immersive, it's interactive. So you're interacting with the space. And that does a few things. One, it keeps you uh, focused on uh, the, the, the gamification element. The Talk about so you, You've used that term. I, yeah. I think I know what you mean, but explain gamification to me. Because I think of sort of the prompts that I get from my Apple Watch to stand exactly. up or walk 10,000 paces or whatever. Yep, right. So it's gamification, not really uh, so much a game, but more gamification. So when you're in a Lumen Fitness studio and you're doing reps of a particular movement, you're actually interacting with the space and the walls are counting your reps. You're doing small interactions like stacking uh, bricks uh, on top of each other or you're filling a bucket uh, full of balls. And, and these interactions Virtually. change over time, uh, all, all within uh, the space. So there's something called reduced perceived exertion. So as you're focused on things like that in an immersive environment, you're not thinking about the pain you're inflicting on yourself. Uh, you're actually getting a better workout than you would be otherwise. So how have you been doing this in a stealth mode? I mean, I, I mean, I, I can conceive of scientists operating, you know, in small laboratories or something, but you, you'd have to you'd have to be exposed to a lot of people to work this out. Well, we built a team. Uh, it's a global team that we've got uh, all around the world working on this, not only from a technology perspective, but also on the operations and the marketing side. We built this and invested heavily in this so that we can grow uh, quickly through the franchise model. So we've got one studio in Las Colinas that actually opens this Saturday uh, that we'll have uh, our members have a full class schedule, then come experience the world's first smart fitness studio. Uh, and then we're uh, actively talking with uh, kind of best in class franchise organizations uh, that want to partner with us and, and grow this uh, not only domestically, but internationally. Sounds capital intensive. How much does it cost to, to open one of these? It, it is. So we've, we've got our FDD filed, which is what you, fi which what you file when you are a franchise organization. It details uh, in item seven the costs of these. Uh, they range anywhere from $500,000 to a million dollars to open. But the attractive uh, piece of this is it's a very high margin uh, proposition because it's a very low labor model. And in this environment where labor costs are uh, certainly not decreasing and probably increasing, uh, only one coach can run a class. Uh, it, all, it only takes one coach to run a class. So uh, these studios, while maybe a little more capital intensive than other options, uh, can run higher margins, which is obviously good for the uh, franchisee. Tell me and they're about, also easier to, to, to manage. Tell me about real estate, because I've talked to people who've been trying to open up restaurants and some consumer spots. And they're just they say that it's hard to find good real estate. I mean, unless you want to convert an office building or something. 
Yeah, I think it depends on uh, the market. So certainly we're in a, in North Texas is a fantastic place to do business. Real estate certainly is tight here. And so we've built this model with the operator in mind. Our model is completely scalable. We could have a studio with as little as 10 stations uh, all the way up to, you know, 24 to 30 stations. And that gives our franchisees the flexibility to find space that works for them. So they can be at Maine and Maine, or they can be at the location they want to, uh, but have ultimate flexibility to to go inline retail uh, when a space becomes available. So we've all been through COVID now, uh, and you were, I guess you were out of goals before, before COVID hit, but and, and it'll never be the same. I mean, it's, it's like a black swan. Once you know the black swan exists and the novelty's off, but still it's something you have to deal with. And if you have, you know, it seems like people have a heightened awareness of, of germs and being around other people. And, and how do you, how do you cope with that? You've had a, you started with a clean slate. Yep. No, absolutely. It's a great question. Uh, when we created Lumen, that was definitely, we, we started it before COVID, but we were building it through COVID and our model uh, has individual stations. So uh, consumers aren't moving around from station to station. When you walk in a Lumen, you've got your own particular station. It's it's in a, a an open floor plan. So it feels like a, a group fitness experience, but you're not sharing equipment. You're not moving around uh, and that helps, right? So we factored that into this decision on how we're gonna structure this in a, in a post pandemic world. Uh, I think uh, our initial customer base also is, as I mentioned, Gen Z and Gen Y, who happens to be a little bit more uh, aggressive when it comes to being out and about and focused on, uh, uh, you know, the germs, as you mentioned, or, or disease. Uh, they're they're uh, a little bit more um, active and, and, and social. So it hasn't been uh, at least an issue for that, uh, for that segment of the population. What's interesting for us, though, is this concept is really appealing to a much broader audience than we than we thought because our studio is 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 a it's darker there's no lights other than being lit by the led screens everybody has their own station the whole experience is built around this their cell phone and their uh, earbuds so it's hyper personalized so you're listening to the music of your choice throughout the workout uh, we've got the uh, 10 genres of music that are all dj curated set to the beats per minute of the class and you've got your own AI trainer uh, persona. So you can choose to work out to a male uh, persona or a female persona. So we've created this hyper-personalized experience. It's very private. So even folks that are not uh, uh, maybe intimidated by the traditional gym experience can come into a Lumen Fitness and get a group fitness experience that that's, feels very private and you're not being called out publicly. So five years from now when we're talking, Brandon, how many are you going to have? Where, where are you going to be? Yeah, well, current conversations are both domestic and global, so we're excited that you know this is a concept that I think will resonate internationally. Uh, Middle East has shown extreme interest in moving quickly. Uh, I think they put themselves at the forefront of, of uh, AI, uh, and this is certainly uh, something that appeals to them from a from an AI and a fitness perspective. Uh, we think long term, you know, there's tens of thousands of these small format boutique fitness studios around the world. Uh, we think we can have 2,000 uh, Lumen Fitness Studios, with the majority of those being in the U.S. But so, our you, focus you, is so you late. convert some existing? No, this is all uh, ground up. Oh, it's okay. all being built. So uh, it's it's finding those those well capitalized, passionate franchise partners that are interested in growing uh, quickly. We've spent four years doing a lot of the really really difficult work, and now 
we liken ourselves to a, a SaaS based a software as a service brick and mortar business. So we need to find fran- franchise partners that are passionate about fitness, passionate about building that local community, and then we will deliver the technology and the content to them on a daily basis. They just need to focus on building those relationships. Technology can replace a lot of things in fitness, and we've done uh, the hard work to do that uh, for our franchise partners, but what it can't replace is that human touch, that that interpersonal communication, that that community building, and we need great franchise partners that know their community and, and are passionate about doing that and if we find those partners, uh, we'll be able to grow quickly. Well, I guess the next breakthrough will be when you can find a machine that'll work out for me and I'll get the credit. <laughs> but, I, think you were, I think you were looking for one of those when we talked four years ago. Oh, yeah. I didn't find it, by the way. <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Bean is the founder and CEO of Lumen Fitness, something you're probably going to see a lot of sooner than later. It's good to have you with us again. Thank you, sir. Great, we great wish you all the luck. Thanks, Thanks a lot, David. I appreciate it. Thanks for more of a conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.